The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Welcome to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Rev. Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. My name is Wayne Shepherd. We visit with you weekly on this podcast program, and always a delight to talk with you, Percy. It's good to be here, my friend, as we continue to declare that God is in the midst of our circumstances. Today, the intersection of faith and science, and you're going to help us understand that the two are not in conflict with one another. Well, you know, Wayne, when I started down the pathway of chaplaincy and healthcare ministry, what was very clear to me 20 plus years ago was there was an uncomfortable relationship or lack of relationship between medicine, science, spirituality, and faith. The challenge has been to figure out how to comfortably and correctly bridge those two schools of thought Mm -hmm. for the good of individuals seeking the benefits of both modalities in their pursuit of health and wellness. Right. We're going to talk with a medical doctor who gives his own personal perspective on that, and I think our listeners will find this discussion refreshingly encouraging. I agree. And equally important, his personal perspective is also refreshingly balanced as well. All right. We'll meet Dr. Michael Pinnell here on the program in just a few minutes. This program is sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America with hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa. Cancer Treatment Centers of America takes an integrative approach to cancer care. They use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. You can do that by simply calling the phone number at the top of our homepage. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And how we appreciate the opportunity to come your way each week of this program. And we come bearing gifts because we have resources. Absolutely. And so one of our freebies for today is what to expect when diagnosed with cancer. In many cases, people are caught off guard. Most people aren't prepared for that conversation. So we've created a resource to give people some things to think about of what to expect or can be expected when one is diagnosed with cancer. I would imagine that receiving a diagnosis like that, you just don't know what to think. Your, your mind is kind of jumbled at first, isn't it? Your mind is very jumbled. And then what happens is that individuals actually go a bit numb and radio silent because they stop processing information because in some cases they've been inundated with a lot of clinical information initially, and they're trying to process that. They're mar- they're letting that marinate a little bit yeah. and then trying to resurface to figure out, okay, where am I in the midst of all of that information? So there's a lot going on mentally inside of a cancer patient's mind. So when you have this resource in hand, it gives you a little guide to follow. Uh, perhaps it's you that needs the advice, and perhaps it's a friend or loved one that it, needs the advice. It's just a, like a little simple roadmap to help bring some clarity to some very concrete things. 
things to think about and process through. Well, please go to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, and download this resource, What to Expect When Diagnosed with Cancer. It's free. There's no cost, no obligation. We just want you to have it uh, to benefit from it. What to Expect When Diagnosed with Cancer. And when you go to the website, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. That way you don't have to go to the website each week and search for it. It will come automatically to your computer through iTunes, and you won't miss an episode. So go to healthhopeandinspiration.com or go to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast. Well, Pastor P., let's open the Word here. You've got your Bible, your electronic Bible in hand, and uh, what would you like to share with us? Here's a morsel from the Bread of Life. Our spiritual nugget for today is Isaiah, found in Isaiah 49, verse 13. Sing, O heavens, be joyful, O earth, and break out in singing, O mountains, for the Lord has comforted his people and will have mercy on his afflicted. Today, we want people to know that the mercies of God, which endures forever, is available and are new every morning are available to those who are afflicted with cancer. Our topic today, the intersection of faith and science. And our host, Reverend P. Percy McRae, talked with a medical doctor. Well, with me today is Dr. Michael Pinnell, who is the lead physician He works with oncology urgent care at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Noonan, Georgia. It is my pleasure to have you with us today. Dr. Pinnell, how are you, my friend? I am fine. It's a pleasure to be here, Percy. Well, you're an interesting guy. In talking with you and hearing your story and your backdrop of how you've gotten to this point in time, uh, you're a physician, you're a believer, you're a former cancer patient, and all of those different elements of things have come into play with regard to your practice and, and what you currently do. Help me understand a little bit about your backdrop, sir. Sure. My background is is that the way I came to CTCA and Noonan was that I had stage four lymphoma and was actually treated here very successfully. And from that, they recruited me to lead their essential, their urgent care area that's like a mini emergency department of which I've had 40 years experience practicing emergency medicine. So it was a very good fit for a patient that had been a cancer patient that could take that compassion and treat the patients as they were coming through the urgent care at our Noonan CTCA facility. It's an interesting way to get a job, Doc, I have to tell you. You become a patient, (laughs) and then you decide, well, okay, I'll work with the organization that I treated with, and so here we are. And, and what's interesting to me about that is, is that you get to speak from both perspectives of being the physician and being the patient, which I would imagine is a benefit and a blessing with how you approach uh, your bedside care, the mental, emotional. And of course, you are also a believer. You're very active in your local church. You anoint patients uh, when applicable. To bring all of those different elements to your experience of providing Uh, medical care to patients is really what this show is all about. We want to talk about how our faith and how medicine and science, uh, understanding the professional side of that, understanding the personal element of being a patient, how all of those things come into play and what they mean for individuals who may be listening, who are going through a battle of cancer or supporting someone with cancer. How do you think and believe and feel that faith plays a role with regard to Uh, medicine and science and the process of health and wellness? For me, God and Jesus Christ is the ultimate healer. 
and to enact and give him the credit for the healing is what I will commonly do if I have a person that has that same similar faith. And I screen that up front. I have never forced my faith on any patient. I ask them if they would mind if I would pray for them. And then I will give the credit to Jesus Christ that he will never abandon them, will always walk with them in this journey to give them faith. And then I give them the personal experience I have had where there is hope and there is a potential cure for you. What's interesting, I I once supported a patient when I was still doing bedside care as a chaplain many, many years ago when I was just a a young lad. Uh, And one of the statements that she would make at our worship services, we would have worship services just as they do here at this particular facility, would be that she may have given all of her money to her doctor, but she gives all of the credit to God. And and that's kind of what I'm hearing you say, because what's important is that we want to make sure that we strike a respectful balance between the mm-hmm. world of medicine and science and the world of faith. Because as you know, Doc, there is still some tension between those two camps, depending on who you speak to on how that's balanced and counterbalanced. And at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, what I did not hear you say was that you negated or you are telling people to negate their medical care by only using their faith. No, not at all. In fact, I really believe that God helps all of our doctors to make the right clinical decisions and to give our patients the very best care and therapies that are clinically available. So in other words, if I may paraphrase, medicine and science is a gift from God. It is not the enemy. It is not right. It is not voodoo. It is not no. witchcraft. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm just I'm throwing some terminology mm-hmm. out here, depending on certain cultural orientations with regard to some perceptions and some mindsets from a spiritual perspective about in some cases about how people feel about medicine and science and specifically physicians. Help me to understand what are some of the misconceptions about physicians that people should be readjusted in their thinking about, particularly from a faith-based perspective? There's a lot of people that really believe that physicians are just strict 100% scientist and almost atheist, and that they don't have a faith-based or an experience like I have had where their belief has been diluted through their educational system. Mm. So that some patients have a hard time even connecting with their doctors if they are faith-based. And I've seen this, Doc. I've actually had patients over the years, again, being the pastoral care representative, the clergy inside of the medical organization, Mm -hmm. who have privately sought me out to talk behind their physician to say, listen, tell me what you really think, Reverend. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm struggling with, should I really listen to my physician? I'll give you a perfect uh, example. I had a lady who um, that I was supporting who went through the full regimen of her examination and uh, a battery of uh, assessment. And when it was all said and done, she said that she was going to go home and just use her faith. And that she was just going to go all natural. And of mm-hmm. course, when I throw in the all natural statement, it is important now to 
to also inject the fact that we do have what is called integrative care services that mm-hmm. supports patients while in the midst of their medical treatment, not in absence of or not in replacement of. And as a result of that, unfortunately, she died shortly thereafter when she went home because she refused Mm -hmm. her medical care with the thought of my faith and just going all natural was going to be the only thing that I needed to do. And I Mm -hmm. don't really need medical treatment. So when you make that statement, I think it's important to, to really clarify to our audience that We need to be able to embrace the fact that medical treatment does not negate our ability to believe and trust God for our healing in the midst of our medical care. That is completely true. Now that you are serving patients and have been a patient, what were some of the um, mental and emotional hurdles that you experienced as a cancer patient that you now help patients work through as a physician? having personal experience of sitting in the chemotherapy chair for 13 hours on the first visit Mm. and to do that every three weeks realizing how you need to keep your body healthy to not lose hope that your brain and your connectivity with your faith or your belief system is extremely important for the success of the patient in their journey through the process of defeating and beating the cancer. So that being said, if I can interpret and, and synthesize that a bit, is that being able to, to, to maintain the idea and belief that your faith strengthens, nurtures, and mm-hmm. helps you in the midst of going through a 12-hour day of chemotherapy, and I had patients who actually said it to me this way, that they actually would pray and visualize that their chemotherapy was like a spiritual force of army soldiers attacking Mm -hmm. their disease on their behalf so that they somehow were able to visualize the medical dynamic with the spiritual belief that empowered them to mm-hmm. work through difficult days, difficult long nights or or weeks of, of, of treatment in that regard. That's what I'm kind of hearing you say right there. Correct. Yeah. And the other aspect of it is it's interesting as we look at the transition from chemotherapy into immunotherapy, which is really it is enhancing God-given's immune system to help heal our patients. How open uh, would you say physicians as constituents in general are to the idea of what you've just articulated? Where are we at on that spectrum, sir, as a, as a school of thought? I think it varies on the individual physician, their training, and particularly their experience. Some of the older physicians or people for example, like myself, that have been through the journey of cancer, it changes your mindset mm-hmm. to a great degree. Okay. People that have not had that personal experience, some of them don't have that closest connectivity that you would have to God is the reliance. But others are very strong based physicians anyway, and they communicate that equally as well, if not better than I do. Hmm. Interesting. What's the one big thing, the big aha for you that you'd like to leave with someone who may be listening today as a patient or a caregiver? Or there may even be a physician that's listening to this. I don't know. You know, I'm sure mm-hmm. we probably have individuals who work in the healthcare industry who also listen to the show. What's the one big thing that you'd like to leave this audience with today? The big thing I would like to leave the audience with is I believe that 
God gave man faith in him to really create the path of wellness and health. And we can see that through the way our immune system is built, the way we are now fighting cancer per se. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is kind of the fusing of these two elements of faith, science, and medicine together into one to really benefit the patient so they don't go and have the experience like you just alluded to that says, I'm just going to base it totally on a natural aspect and let God heal me alone. Mm. I believe God wants us to take an active part and not be passive in the role, to work with the physicians, to be an active participant in their own healing. With that being said, I'm reminded of the scripture that says that every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father mm -hmm. of lights. And I would certainly say that medicine and science is a good and perfect gift and, and becoming even more perfected as we move mm -hmm. along that has come from the Father of Lights. Today, this has been Dr. Michael Pinnell. It has been my pleasure to have you, sir. God bless your work. I would dare say your ministry and your practice as you continue to go forth declaring the goodness of God. And have a great day. Thank you very much, Percy. How helpful to hear from our guest here today. Thank you for bringing that to us, Percy. Will you go to the website right now, download the resource, What to Expect When Diagnosed with Cancer. It's a free resource, no cost, no obligation. We just want you to have this to guide you and loved ones uh, when and if that, uh, that situation faces your family. So What to Expect When Diagnosed with Cancer is available right now at healthhopeandinspiration.com. I'll come back to Percy in just a moment, but this podcast is made possible by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. And you can do that simply by calling the phone number at the top of our homepage. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, thanks for what you do, traveling about, gathering these interviews, and bringing them to us on the podcast. It's a real privilege and pleasure to do so, my friend, because these are very important and necessary conversations. How wonderful to have such an open and honest dialogue with the doctor today. Well, you know, let me first state as we go into this and talk about this, it's important to understand that specifically at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America, we respect everyone's unique and individual spirituality and those who do not possess a spirituality right. at all. Spiritual support is provided as desired by the patient. That's exactly right. With that being said, many of our patients uh, walk through our front door with very strong spiritual uh, beliefs and desire to have those beliefs supported and amalgamated within the framework of their medical treatment and process, we spoke to and heard from a physician uh, who has been a patient, uh, who is a strong believer, and is a medical doctor. So we've got the trifecta working here yeah. with regard to what type of overall compassionate whole person care that can be delivered and provided to someone facing the challenges of treatment for a cancer diagnosis, hmm. if it is desired by the patient. 
Well, one of the takeaways for, for me was the fact that there is no contradiction between science and faith. There are still individuals for various different reasons that may be struggling with that school of thought. But within the context of our conversation and certainly from even a scriptural support, uh, I have the ability, we have the ability to understand that at the end of the day, uh, there is no contradiction. God is part of the process of medicine and science, learned information. Uh, individuals may struggle with where the source of medicine and science may have come from, but ultimately at the end of the day, there is no contradiction. And when we're able to marry the two together, potentially we have a very powerful formula that can be beneficial to individuals. Well, the doctor stated in essence that from his perspective, God designed us so that our bodies can take care of themselves, and we need to be good stewards of our bodies. That is correct. And when we take even the Christian viewpoint of Genesis, you know, chapter one and two, prior to the fall of mankind, uh, there is no reference point of sickness and disease among uh, the human experience, if you will, because of the very point that you've just articulated, that God created the human body basically to take care of itself and to be healthy and to be well. So number one, health and wellness is uh, the will of God. We believe that God wants us to be well. He wants us to be healthy. Now, when we get past the second chapter of Genesis and we get into Genesis, uh, the third chapter, we get into the quote unquote fall of mankind, mm-hmm. which entered in a different set of rules and regulations of the mortal body being exposed to elements and scenarios that compromised it to what we call sickness and disease. But still yet, when we talk about the finished work of Jesus Christ, if we want to stay down the Christian path, if you will, part of the finished work of his sacrifice was to restore mankind back to the potential path of believing and experiencing health and wellness. And so the book of James tells us that above all things, I desire that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospereth. There is no contradiction here. The only contradiction is in who wants to take credit for the process. (laughs) And at the end of the day, we can give all of our cash to our doctors and love them and appreciate what they do. But we give ultimate credit to God, who is the source of knowledge and information, technology and anything that we benefit from, that when we merge the two together, God gets credit. God is part of the process. And we are able to utilize the principles of learned education, medicine and science. Well, I think one of the lessons today is that we cannot afford to be passive about this. Well, uh, Dr. Purnell reminded us that he felt from his perspective that God wanted us to be active participants in our process. And I would suggest that that is correct, that in many cases, uh, misunderstood principles of faith are for individuals who simply wanted to run and hide and not engage in the fight. So let me give another uh, reference scripturally, a famous passage of scripture that when King David was a little shepherd boy, when Goliath came to town one too many times, (laughs) he showed up and basically asked an amazing question. He said, listen, who here is going to fight the giant? Who's going to face? And the the King James translation is this uncircumcised Philistine. Mm -hmm. My Southside Chicago rendition would be this punk who's rolling in town today (laughs) threatening my home my family and my community i'm sick and tired we are going and he said i will confront the giant 
That's engagement. We can't passively sit by and say, I'm just waiting on the Lord to work it out when the Lord in many cases saying, no, I'm waiting on you to get involved in the fight. All right. What a great example. Take us back to the scripture you read earlier. So we close with Isaiah, uh, the 49th chapter, our spiritual nugget, and it's simple. Uh, We heard our uh, interviewee, Dr. Purnell, basically do this. Uh, Verse 13, it says, Sing, O heavens, be joyful, O earth, and break out in singing, O mountains, for the Lord has comforted his people and will have mercy on his afflicted. New mercies do we see each morning, and we thank God for those mercies. And I thank God for you, my friend, because you bring such great content to us here on this podcast week by week. This is the voice of inspiration, Pastor P, the Reverend Percy McRae. And before we leave now, we need to urge our listeners to go get that free resource from our website. Absolutely. It's available to you. Again, it's a free resource that we want you to utilize and pass along to family and friends that you and others can benefit from today. What to expect when diagnosed with cancer. And on the website, click the button to subscribe to the podcast you're listening to. You may come to the website to listen, but how much better to subscribe and then receive this automatic download each week of a new episode as it comes along so you never miss anything. Subscribe at healthhopeandinspiration.com or go to iTunes and subscribe right there if you need to. But either way, we'd love to have you as a weekly listener to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. And leave us some reviews. We want to know how you felt about the show so other people can also benefit from your interpretation. All right. Hey, time's up. Thank you, brother. Hey, we got work to do. What do we need to do? We need to go chop some wood. Keep chopping the wood. Thanks for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.